Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Feed That Nation is a place to explore health and college topics. I am a graduate student, I'm a future registered dietitian, I'm an educator, a content creator, and I love mac and cheese. I love to talk about college and health issues for college students to help college students to become more successful, confident, and healthy. If you're not already, please go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel if that is where you're watching this podcast. Go ahead and leave me a thumbs up below, leave me a comment. If you're listening to me on a podcast platform, go ahead and subscribe to me over there and leave me a five-star review and a rating if you are able. Also go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. In today's podcast, I am going to talk about roommates, specifically college roommates, specifically tips for finding a college roommate that you can live with. Roommates are one of the most relevant topical issues for college students when you're going to college, along with having to think about, did I choose the right college? Did I choose the right major? Are classes going to be hard? What if I don't like it? What if I get lost on campus? And all of those normal fears. There's also a lot of the fears about your roommate. What if they don't like me? What if I don't like them? What if we don't get along? What if, what if, what if? And all of that is totally normal. And it's okay to be nervous and it's okay to be a little scared and anxious about this. Today I wanted to talk about roommate relationships, what to look for, how to stand up for yourself, and sort of tips and tricks that I've learned along the way. Certainly I'm not a roommate expert, and I know there have been times when I haven't been a particularly good roommate to people that I have lived with in the past. But along with having lived with six different people while I was in college, not including my husband, who I live with right now, I spent a semester as an RA where I learned a lot about roommate mediation, talking about roommate issues, talking about college life, and a lot of other just hopefully nuggets of wisdom that I would really love to be able to pass on to you guys. So I hope this video, if you are somebody who's been feeling anxious about the college roommate situation thing, keep watching. This video is for you. So you'll notice when I talked about the topic of this episode, the topic of this episode was not choosing a college roommate that you're going to love. The topic was not choosing a college roommate that you're going to be best friends with. The topic was not choosing a college roommate that's going to be your sister-in-law one day. The topic was simply choosing a roommate that you can live with and tips for finding a roommate that is reasonable, that will be flexible, and that you can jive with, peacefully coexist with, be civil, courteous, and even friendly to, but this this video is not about picking the roommate who's going to be your BFF. And the reason for that is it is 100% possible to peacefully coexist with another human being, to be civil and courteous and friendly to them, to jive with each other's schedules, to just live in a shoebox together for nine months and not actually be friends with them and not love them and not absolutely want to spend every waking moment together like every single college roommate video or TV show or Netflix show that I have ever seen. And I feel like media kind of sets us up for failure in that way because all I see in the media are kind of two ends of the extremes. I see the college roommates who are besties, they do everything together, they get drunk together, they go to parties, they have all their classes together, and then I have that series of horror movies where your roommate is literally a stalker and needs to go to jail. And for most people, your roommate situation is not going to be on either ends of the spectrum. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. It's going to be somewhere 
where you live with a person that is different than you. You're going to live with a person who has different opinions, a different schedule than you. You might not like everything they do, they might not like everything you do, but you can still be friendly, you can still appreciate each other, you can still laugh about something stupid that happened on your floor, you can even go out to eat or go grocery shopping together, but you don't actually have to be friends and genuinely like or love the people that you live with. And this is something that took me a little bit to figure out in college because I was so nervous about, well, what if my roommates don't like me? And what I've realized now that I'm older is that whether or not my roommates like me, whether or not they get along with me, that is completely out of my control. What is in my control is my ability to stand up for myself and to be honest about what will make me feel safe and comfortable in my own living space. What is also in my control is my ability to be flexible and reasonable so that when I know the things that are non-negotiables for me and I know the things that would be nice but are not necessary, I can be flexible on that end so that I'm not just being super stuck up, super unreasonable. You know, a little bit of both here. So when you're starting to think about the kind of person that you might want to live with when you get to college, it is important to think about what is a non-negotiable for you? What are things that you absolutely need in your living space to be safe and comfortable? And these might be things like particulars about the way that the room is kept. Is it a non-negotiable for you that your room is clean? Or is that something you would like but it's not necessary? Or that you can deal with if your side of the room is clean and your roommate isn't as tidy as you are? Really think about that. Also things like, do you need to sleep in the dark? Or do you need to sleep with a window open or a fan on? Do you need to sleep when it's colder or warmer in the room? I know for me personally, I, I can sleep like a rock, especially after my summer, last summer with the Madison Scouts. I can fall asleep in broad daylight. I can fall asleep when there's music and voices. I can fall asleep when there's, I can just, I can sleep anywhere to be completely honest. So thing particulars about sleep don't really bother me. So I know that for me, if my roommate is particular about something about the way that they sleep, maybe they really need to sleep in the dark or maybe they really need to sleep with a fan on. Because the way I sleep is not non-negotiable for me, I can work on being flexible so that she can be safe and comfortable in our living space too. It is sort of important when you're thinking about your non-negotiables and your nice but not necessaries to truly be honest with yourself because I know a lot of college students that I've talked to when they're chatting with potential roommates, trying to be reasonable, trying to get along, they end up not being truthful about what it, they truly need to be safe and comfortable. And I know that a lot of this can come back to bite you in the butt later. If you are somebody who's non-negotiable is that your room must be clean and tidy and well kept and you don't say specifically that that's a non-negotiable and you decide to say that you're more flexible with it because you don't want to be that roommate and you end up with a roommate who is messier and isn't as neat and tidy as you are and that is truly going to bother you. Obviously, I'm not going to speak for the residents I've had in the past, but issues like that can really lead to a lot of roommate issues and arguments and tension when you're not honest right from the get-go about what you need and you try to be flexible for the sake of being a good person but end up just super uncomfortable. So categories to think about in terms of things that might be non-negotiables for you would be things like, is it a non-negotiable for you that your roommate is a non-smoker? 
Is it a non-negotiable for you that your roommate is aware of, supportive of, and active in LGBTQ rights, pop culture, media, that kind of thing? Is it very important to you that you live with a fellow student athlete? Or is it important to you if you live with somebody who is in your major or your program? Is it important to you that you can have lots of friends over or host people in your room to stay the night, like friends, out-of-town family, your partner? If those things are important to you, if any of those things are important to you and you feel that they are truly non-negotiables for you to feel safe and comfortable, make sure you say that. Or on the opposite, if it's really important to you that you don't have a lot of people visiting your room, if you're not comfortable having a lot of people you don't know in your space, say that too. There are a few things that I really wish were truly obvious, but in light of everything that's been happening with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, I live in the Minneapolis area. It is June 2nd when I'm filming this, and there are a lot of kind of topical issues related to that, so I just want to be sure and say this clearly. You're not allowed to have preferences about whether you have a white roommate or a Christian roommate or a straight roommate or an American roommate. That's not having preferences. That's just being racist or homophobic or bigoted. Just gonna leave that there for you. It's also important to take the time to think about what you actually want out of your roommate living situation. What do you actually want out of your roommate relationship? Because like I said at the beginning of the video, it is 100% not necessary for you to be friends with your roommate. It is possible to peacefully coexist pleasantly with somebody who is not someone you would consider a friend. However, maybe it is really important to you that the person you live with is someone who wants to be friends. It's okay if you want to be friends with the person you live with. It makes living together more pleasant and more fun when you live with somebody you're friends with, for sure. It can also be important to think about how much you want to be aware of your roommate's activities and whereabouts and how much independence you might want from having to either hold yourself accountable to them or keep tabs on them as a roommate. Some students are a lot more comfortable if their roommate knows where they are and what they're up to most of the time, especially if you're somebody who works an off-campus job or likes to go to parties or you know is doing a lot more things independently. Having someone like your roommate who knows where you are and what you're doing just kind of holding you accountable, keeping you safe in that way, can be a good thing, and some people are really comfortable with that. However, other people don't really want that accountability. They want to be independent. They don't want to have to tell their roommate where they're going to be or what they're going to be doing. They just want to be able to do their own thing. Either way you're comfortable with is totally fine, but it is important to say that and to sort of set that boundary of, I'd really like to text you when I'm going to a party and text you when I'm on my way home or I would like you to text me when you're on your way somewhere or when you're on your way home. Or to say the opposite, I really would like to be independent and don't want to have to let you know whenever I go somewhere. Either way, like I said, totally fine, but definitely important to be very clear about that. Now, I've already talked about several times how you don't have to be friends with the person you live with. But what about what happens when you're considering living with somebody that you already know and are already friends with? And I mentioned in a previous video that I lived for a year and a half with the girl who is going to be my sister-in-law, but I've also lived with people that I was not friends with. We just peacefully coexisted. I've lived with people that I didn't particularly like. I've lived with people that I loved dearly. I lived with people who have become my best friends. But I've also had people who were my best friends 
who I know without a shadow of a doubt, I would not want to live with. So it's important to evaluate that. If you're headed off to college, um, you're a high school student, just graduated, headed off to college, and somebody else from your high school has also graduated, is heading to the same college, it's okay if you don't want to live with them or if you're not sure about living with them. A lot of times what happens is there's a big difference between being friends with somebody and living in a space with them. You can be super compatible with someone as friends, but not be compatible as roommates, and that's okay. And I'd say like I've known people who came into college rooming with their very best friend from childhood. They lived together all four years, they graduated and they're still best friends. And I know people who started out living with somebody they knew and realized maybe they just weren't a good match as roommates, even though they were a good match as friends. So that's something to think about. It's also okay if you would rather live with somebody you don't know when you get to college because you want to get to know new people and try new things. And it's okay if you want, you want to live with somebody you already know when you get to college because you want someone familiar. All of these things are totally okay. It's just important to actually take a little bit of time to think about it before you actually dive headfirst into a situation without having at least spent a little time considering it beforehand. So when you're chatting with a potential roommate, when you're chatting with somebody that you might want to live with or that you've already decided to live with, it is so, so, so important to be honest. Like I said before, being a little dishonest for the sake of trying to seem like a reasonable person doesn't always work out in your favor if the thing you're not being honest about is something that is really important to you. It's also important to be honest and to not worry about you know, impressing the other person or making them think you're weird, making them think you're cool, making them think you're coming on too strong, whatever it is. Being honest is so much more important than whatever you're trying to make them think about you because ultimately that is 100% out of your control. It's also okay if the person that you're chatting with, this potential roommate that you might be messaging with, doesn't end up being the person that you live with. If you go to a big school, chances are you're not actually going to meet this person. And if you go to a small school and you end up meeting this person, it's not really that big of a deal, honestly. I'd also say if you're trying to get to know somebody, and I think we've all learned this in the pandemic, but it's a lot easier to have a conversation with somebody when you can see them and hear them even if it's virtually over a Zoom call or Skype or FaceTime or whatever, than it is if you're just texting back and forth and trying to have a conversation. So if you're trying to get to know your roommate, schedule a Zoom call. If you are somebody who is wanting to go to college but not wanting to do a lot of the stereotypical destructive decision-making that comes along with college, no judgment for this, but partying, drinking, drugs, going out, weed, I don't know, those kinds of decisions that stereotypically, yes, are bad, stereotypically are destructive. If you wanna make those decisions for yourself, that's fine, be safe, do what you can to be safe. But if you're a college student who is not wanting to do that kind of thing and is looking for a roommate who is also not wanting to do that kind of thing, along with being honest about that, along with being honest about that's not something you want in a roommate, think about choosing a living learning community or if there's any kind of themed housing or honors housing options at your college. In my experience, the students who intentionally opt to live in a living learning community or honors housing tend to be the type of students who don't make as many of those impulsive, destructive decisions, which isn't going to be true for everybody, obviously, but that's just been my personal experience, if that's something you want to be a little bit more intentional about. I think also in my experience, it can be interesting to think about if you are someone who is out of state versus someone who is local, what are you looking for in a roommate? Because 
in my experience, out-of-state roommates tend to be around on campus most of the time because they don't have family nearby or they can't get home easily versus students who live locally within 30 minutes, within an hour of campus, they're gonna be the students who might have jobs back at home or they might go home on the weekends more often or they might go home every weekend. And that means they're not gonna be around as much as a roommate who might be from out of state. So just something else to think about, if you're coming from out of state and you want a roommate who's gonna be around a lot of the time, think about choosing another out of state roommate. Obviously this isn't going to be true all the time. Some students who are local to the area are still going to be on campus most of the time. They might not want to go home or be able to go home for whatever reason. And out-of-state students or students who live further away still might make an effort to go home more often than just over break. Like I said at the beginning, there are only so many things that you yourself can control when it comes to going to college, figuring out the roommate situation, and both of those things involve your ability to stand up for yourself and be honest and make the best decisions that you know how to make and your willingness to be courteous, respectful, civil, flexible, friendly to the person you end up living with. You don't really have any control over whether or not your potential roommate is telling you the truth, is telling you their truth. You also don't really have control over whether or not your potential roommate changes their preferences or lifestyle once they get to college. A roommate who said that they prefer getting up early and ends up changing their lifestyle to sleep in late, says they don't really want to go out and party and ends up really enjoying the party scene at college. For example, that's not really in your control. And I think something I've had to really work on as I've had so many college roommates is realizing when I don't have control over something and then learning to feel the feelings, feel the anxiety, feel whatever it is, and then let it go and work on the things that I do have control over. I would love to hear in the comments your tips for finding a college roommate that you can live with, that you can jive with. I would love to hear about questions that you asked your roommate to figure out how well you might get along. I would love to hear any and all of that down in the comments below of this video podcast. Like I said before, leave me a comment below if you're listening on YouTube, leave me a thumbs up. If you're listening on a podcast platform, leave me a five-star review and a rating if you're able. Definitely go follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. I post new podcast episodes every Wednesday to your favorite podcast platforms and right here on YouTube, and I post new vlogs every Saturday. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon.